0: Welcome to Work 3.0. My name is Cicil Koonerga, and welcome to our special series about learning and development on the job. In this series, we'll talk to experts who know a lot about the best ways for employees to learn. So, these episodes are especially for you who work with learning and development, but of course, you are always more than welcome to listen in if you just want inspiration for how you can learn even better at your workplace. Our guest today is Jasmine Rask. Jasmine is HR development professional at Therma Group, and she is especially experienced when it comes to employee engagement and motivation. Welcome to the podcast, Jasmine. Thank you so much. So how did you start your L&D journey professionally? Why did you end up going in, in this direction in particular?
1: Um, it actually started, um, in Tama, um, where I, I started, uh, as a student worker, uh, mm. doing my studies at Aarhus University. Um, so I- What did you study? I studied, uh, education science. Ah. Um, so, uh, I got a job at, uh, Tama's, uh, HR development department and actually also in their HR business support department, um, so that's how it it started. Um and then I also uh, got the chance to uh, do my masters thesis uh in collaboration with Tame and uh, the uh, HR development department. Um and uh when I finished my masters, um I got offered um this position. Um so uh, I started just uh, yeah directly after my uh, my studies here. Uh, in this department so
0: um, yeah so it was actually a maybe a, a coincidence or what um, can you say a little bit more about why you kept on pursuing going in this direction is it something mm. uh, especially that you love about uh, hr and and D, or, or what was it that you ended up going in this direction
1: um actually uh from high school i've always uh, been interested in hr um because I, I knew that I love being around people and I love to work with people, um, help people, and, and then also the the organizational environment. So, um, so that's where I and how I figured that HR um, would be interesting for me. Um, but of course, in high school, I didn't know the learning and development uh, field that much. Um, so that was when I started my studies and I got this... Uh, student job that i that I got the the insight into the learning and development area and what was it that you loved about that area in particular um, I think uh, yeah just uh, just working with uh, motivating people, engaging uh, others uh, seeing them grow, it really caught my interest um, and that's mm-hmm. how I figured that uh, I really want to uh, to go further into the learning and development area and also um, from my studies. Again, I studied uh, education science, so that's also... Uh, I also studied uh, how uh, how you use learning in, in organizations, um, mm-hmm. lifelong learning. So, yeah, it uh, it really just came to me from, uh, from both my personal interests um, and my professional interest uh, from my studies, and uh, I also uh, wrote about employee experience in my master's thesis ah, with Tama. So, okay. um, yeah, that really caught my interest, and then uh, makes sense. Yeah, then I just yeah. continued that journey, and yeah. also, yeah, um, sometimes it also just depends on the opportunities that uh, that that you get, and uh, yeah, I think that yeah. this uh, was a really good opportunity for me. Um, after mm. my studies,
0: definitely. Mm. And speaking of uh, your journey, in the beginning of that, uh, did you make a lot of mistakes uh, when
1: it came to learning? And what did you learn from from them? I definitely made some mistakes, and I think that's just a part of being new in the field and being a, a mm-hmm. young professional. Um, yeah. I remember when I started. Um in my first months i was uh I really thought that I needed to invent something new and different because mm-hmm. I was uh, a learning professional um, so yeah. uh, I did a lot of research and I had meetings with um, external companies to hear about new learning content and new platforms and so on um, but But after a while i I realized that i didn't need to invent. Uh, new initiatives right away um, i what I really needed was to get an overview of what we already had um, and what what the organization needed <laughs> and how we uh, realistically could develop what we already had um, yeah so so that was i don 't know if I should call it a mistake but uh, but I, I it made me realize how how to do it in a better way and that yeah um you don't have to invent something new just because you're in a learning and development department and Mm -hmm. you're the young one uh with the creative mindset and the new ideas um so i think it was it was a pressure that i put on myself and then i think that a lot of um young professionals in this field maybe uh, also feel in the beginning Mm -hmm.
0: yeah (laughs) <laughs> Probably, I would say so. So it was actually a good mistake yeah. that you uh, that you learned a lot from. Definitely. That you shouldn't invent something new all
1: the time. Exactly. But, uh, but look at what we already. have. Yeah, it's it's good to to work creatively, and that's also how I love to work. And and that's also why I love the learning and department, uh, learning and development department, because there is room for creativity, but you also have to work with what you have um, and see how you can develop that.
0: There are many religions and mindsets and strategies when it comes to learning. What's your now, uh, present day, if we go to that, Mm. uh, what's your main go-to strategy when creating learning for your
1: audience in uh, Therma Group? I would say um, something that's very important for me and for us is uh, to always have a very clear purpose uh, mm-hmm. of the the learning content and a and a clear target group for the specific training mm-hmm. um because i think and when you say
0: target group uh, you mean the different departments or different type
1: of uh, employee yeah. or what what is yeah. yeah who is this training learning for and why yeah. um yeah. because everyone is so busy these days so if you're not clear on the purpose I think you lose the the learner so fast. Um mm-hmm. and that's just a pity. Um, yeah, and also just for the learner to um to know how the specific uh, training can help them gain new competencies and how they can use it in their everyday work. I think that's very important to have that clear. Yeah.
0: It's about making it relevant to the yes. to the specific employee as exactly. well, yeah. 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 So what can you see works? Now you have already, of course, mentioned to make it relevant, Mm. but maybe we can talk about what is not working. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, We have, I have experience with, uh, if the the learning content isn't um, easy to access, it can also uh, be an issue. Um, yeah. Because if and what do you mean about not being easy to access? If you don't, if uh, if employees don't know where to find your learning, or mm. are in doubt about the purpose, then you can easily lose them, uh, because yeah. no one wants to use unnecessary time to find an e-learning or how to sign up for a course. Um, so I think easy access is very important, and also to make it user-friendly to find it. Um, yeah. Because then. They don't get, they don't. If they don't find the learning, then what's the purpose of 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 spending some so much time on creating the learning content in the first place? So, um, so that's yeah, 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 that's important. If they don't <laughs> access it, then what's the point? Exactly. Right? Yeah. So to yeah. have easy access to the learning is very important.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so what do you do? Is it do they access it from a place where they are already? Uh, uh, available what what do they act where how do they access the learning
1: um so we have a, a learning management system mm-hmm. and we also have a course calendar okay so and we're working on making it <laughs> easier to access because right now it's not that easy because you have to know that you you have to know our learning management system and how to uh, how how you find it um, okay but do they get notif-
0: notifications uh, somewhere so they can easily access yes. it from maybe their
1: mail or an, yeah. an a text or something like that Yeah we we uh we s- spend a lot of time on trying to communicate where to find learning um okay. so it's through our portal and also uh, through uh, notifications uh in emails so uh, so we okay. try to make it uh, easy to access, and we're also working on how we can make it even easier for them to uh, to access the learning.
0: All right. Mm. And if we talk a little bit, maybe about digitalization and uh, really enabling learning within a company, uh, do you have any good tips on where to start or best practices if to people out there who are maybe in the early process of uh, of this digitalization?
1: Mm. Mm. Hmm it's it's actually a bit difficult <laughs> to answer. I think it's because I don't have too much experience uh yet within this um but also because we're also still in the process of really enabling learning creating And you're still in you, you're you're in the process yourself. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say that we really want to create this learning culture that we all want, I guess. Um but I would say um First thing is to really know the needs of the organization, work from that. Um, if, you have, uh, if you already have some training uh, in a document um, or yeah, on paper now, then maybe start uh, <laughs> making it as an e-learning uh, or webinar and, and then just take it okay. from there. So maybe start with what you have instead of, again, trying to invent something new. Um, Mm -hmm. So see, okay, do we have some training in a document now and then maybe making it uh, digital? I think that's a good way to start.
0: And um, we also hear from other L&D people that one of uh, the bigger challenges is to really get people to engage with the with the learning. And we have already talked a little bit about access. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I, uh, Jasmine. But how do you work with this challenge? Uh, can you say a little bit more? Um, if you have some other points than just
1: making easy access? Yeah. Again, the purpose. Um, yeah. Make it clear in the beginning. Um, I would say uh so the the learner know what's ahead of them <laughs> um and also be clear about uh the competencies that they're going mm-hmm. uh, gain to gain from this yeah. uh content um and what we also do is we we always uh, make sure that we incorporate some interaction in our learning content uh-huh. to really keep yeah. them engaged why is, why is that okay it is to keep them engaged um, Okay, yeah all right. And when do you have success? That's a good question. <laughs> yes. I think um I think we have success when uh, when we hear stories about uh our employees uh using some of the competencies that they've gained from a from a course uh when they use mm-hmm. it in their everyday um yeah. work. I think that that's when it all uh, makes sense for us.
0: Yeah. yeah. And back to what you learn about uh, what you love about learning, right? Yes, exactly. Seeing people grow—that was one of the things you you mentioned in the beginning. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the one thing you can never miss when you create learning? Is this uh, is it uh, making the purpose relevant, or what is it that you can never? Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I've mentioned it a couple of times now, but again, a clear purpose, the inter... Yeah. Purpose, purpose, purpose. <laughs> yes, yes, purpose. Uh, interaction. I think that's yes. key to keep the attention um, mm-hmm. and also to uh, to always make room for feedback. So, you know, mm-hmm. ah, uh, yeah. how can we improve this learning content? I think yes. that's, that's very important also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely. So you keep evaluating and exactly. improving all the time. Yeah. yeah. So what are you most interested in when it comes to learning at the moment?
1: Um, As I also mentioned, uh, I did my master's thesis about employee experience Mm -hmm. uh, in Tama. And uh, I think that's just a very interesting area. Um, So just to um, look into the whole employee journey and figure out where can we create great learning experiences from the onboarding phase to the offboarding of an employee, yes. Um, so really, the experiences that we can give the the individual employee and how uh, how we can help them learn something that gets them excited about being here. That's that's okay. really what uh, interests me, um, and have been <laughs> have uh, interested me from the beginning of my journey yeah. here. It's it's the yeah. employee experience, definitely. Yeah,
0: yeah, cool. And um, if we look a little bit in the in the looking glass, what does the future of learning look like in your opinion?
1: Um, I think that uh, we're gonna see a lot of AI used. Yes, uh, you are not the first one mentioning uh, AI. <laughs> yeah. Yes, um, so, tell me more. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how. Um, I'm also trying to do some research uh, to see how can we how can we use it in yeah what's coming up next Um, but uh, I think this will eventually become a part of it and and I'm very excited to see how it can help us uh, improve the learning content and and just the learning and development agenda in general because I think it Mm. it makes it makes sense to uh, to use it for sure yeah
0: definitely so if you have any tips for anybody who wants to pursue a career within uh, learning and development what would that be
1: I would say to uh, to stay up to date with the trends within the field mm-hmm. because I mm-hmm. think a lot is happening, um, and just you have to be curious uh, within this field, because. Uh, so you still have to be curious, but not try to invent yeah uh, something new all the time. Yes, you have to stay curious to see like what is happening uh, on the market, um, but still mm. use that knowledge to see how can we improve what we have
0: yeah so it should be a balance
1: yes i yeah. think at least that's what
0: i've learned <laughs> yeah yeah but it makes sense yeah but thank you so much for sharing your insights jasmine of course this was the fourth episode of our special series of work 3.0 we'll be back next month with another expert who will give you the inspiration for your next learning and development projects This episode was brought to you by Learning Bank, the learning platform with engaging learning for every step of the employee journey. Stay tuned, take care, and thanks for listening.